Well, good evening and welcome all that matters listeners. Thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to connect with us here on our weekly talk show. As a reminder, IGMA Inc. brand concept for each broadcast is to simply interview and discuss all that matters topics with our very special guests who are committed to sharing great insight, resources, tips, answers, and strategies perhaps to help empower individuals and organizations like ourselves seeking to cope or sustain, especially during times of uncertainty, namely because we maintain here at IGMA Inc., the topics discussed on our talk show really do matter to our listeners. So without any further delay, I'd like to introduce you to my special guest today, Ms. Cynthia Anderson, who I prefer to refer to her as an insurance representative. In my mind, translation for those scholars, insurance subject matter expert as far as I'm concerned. So Ms. Cynthia, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am so thankful. It's interesting as we do these broadcasts, I know I get excited. I mean, I can get excited eating, but you know, I'm not always <laughs> sure if the topics are more important to me than our listeners. So I'm going to take a chance in saying that this is one of those topics where if it's not important, we need to make room for it to become important. So why don't you do me a favor and tell our listeners a little bit about your background, and then we'll get into the what you do and why you do how you do. Well, my background is in healthcare. Um, I've had um, at least over 15 years in healthcare management and administration. I've actually oversaw outpatient facilities um, in New York, New Jersey. I I love what I do. I love what I did. Um, And I also worked with children that were born medically fragile. I've always seen myself as more of an advocate. I like advocating for others who either aren't sure of what rights they have or that belongs to them or as a way of assisting them in giving them the strength and, the, and, and information to help advocate for themselves. Well, I so appreciate I that yeah. on behalf of all of those people. And I'll tell you why in a minute, but you were, I broke up the thought you had, go ahead. No. So I've, I've, so I've done healthcare, um, gone to college, graduate school, law school, and, um, and I've transitioned from healthcare advocating for others about their health and um, taking a more, um, how do I say it, more of a position and advocating for themselves, knowing what their rights are, what their responsibilities to their care is, as well as the responsibility of the providers. And just kind of transition that over into the health, um, life insurance arena to say that there is a lot more advocation uh, for others in this arena. There's a lot that I think that we don't know that we ought to know in order to better prepare ourselves and prepare our loved ones for for the future of something that we know definitely is going to occur. That Not that may occur, but definitely occur. Because the bottom line is we're all going to leave here one day. We just don't know when 
But what we do get to decide is how we leave our loved ones when we leave. And that is so important. It's more important than I think people really realize. You know, I, I, I have to stop and say thank you. And I say thank you because, I mean, I'm jumping right in, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. Let's just make sure we know who she is. I know she's upstate. We'll just give her Miss Upstate. And we'll say Mm -hmm. that she's a a professional that has brought so much. You've learned to leverage, it sounds like to me, your health care, your ability to advocate for people in the terms of using your law understanding. And I like what you said in the end, though. There are rights and responsibilities. And when you talk about those rights and responsibilities, I am of the opinion, this is why you're here today. Because some of us, we think we know. And if you're like me, I recently graduated from Google University. Let let that sink in for a minute. I'm notorious, (laughs) even though I'm a scholar when it comes to business and going to school and not to sound like I'm bragging because it's not about me today. I'm going to be open and transparent to the point where you're going to be like, she did not say that. Yes, I am. And I say this because having an understanding of our rights and responsibilities begins with developing a relationship with our insurance representative. Would you agree or disagree with that statement and why? I I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I think that it's very important of developing that relationship because this is the person whom you're going to seek advice, you're going to seek their guidance. And I think, and, and also this is the individual that is going to help you prepare for that time when you're no longer here. And that is the person who's going to carry out your wishes also for your loved ones that you're going to leave behind. So I think it's imperative that you develop that relationship, ask all the questions so they can give you all the answers that you need in order to equip and prepare yourself for that time when it happens. And also in having that relationship, it allows them to know what it is that you need. Because a lot of times what we think we need might not be exactly what we need. But the more that we cultivate that relationship, it gives them an understanding of who we are and what it is that we need to be able to leave behind for our loved ones. You know, I keep saying, you know, and I know, you know, when you say questions, I know we're going to break down the different types and hopefully get into a little bit more of that. But if I don't really know and I'm not comfortable with us being in this remote arena, so many of us still social distancing, I see all of these infomercials that come up on the computer. You know, I live on the computer. They just say I can get insurance. Why can't I just click on one of those and be done with it? Or is it necessary to really speak to someone? I mean, help me with that. Well, I mean, yeah, I see all these commercials as well. And you know, there's more to information, uh, more to insurance than just, you know, clicking on something and saying, oh, I've got coverage. But do you have the right coverage? You know, and, and that's really important because I find in my travels on a daily basis that I come across families who don't have the right coverage. What they think they have, they don't have. And what's been offered to them doesn't meet their need 
you know? And so when you have a representative who you are cultivating a relationship with, this is a person you can call and ask them questions at any time. You know, with my clients, I like to talk to them about the fact that, you know, you know, once we get everything in place, you know, I'm here for the long haul. This is not a once and done. You know, I'm going to meet annually with them and we're going to revisit this information just to make sure it's still accurate and current. It still makes sense. It still meets their need once a year. And we're also going to do, I like to do soft touches in which I, I reach out to my clients every three to four months just to check in on them, see how they're doing and see if they have any questions for me, you know, because sometimes I find that, you know, when, when you're first starting, people don't know. And so when they don't know, they don't feel comfortable that they don't know. And so they don't feel comfortable asking questions. And I feel that they should be asking me questions. And I want them to feel comfortable to ask me questions at any time. So I feel that the more that we connect, the more we bond because I'm here for the long haul. I'm here for them and I'm here for their loved ones when they're no longer here, that we're developing this relationship that they can ask me questions and I can give them answers. And well, that's, that's what I say about that. Well, I thank you in advance. And ladies and gentlemen, you know how I am. I go right in. I'm, I'm just transparent because I don't ever want this show to be about me thinking I'm just about to make this fame leap. I'm here to empower people, not just empower people, but bring people into a greater awareness. And I say that because being honest, Miss Anderson and I recently met, but I say that because my prior insurance representative whom I dearly love to my surprise we didn't get to our next soft check like you Miss Anderson and I missed some months in there and come to find out he's no longer with us now I don't want to make anybody sad right here because it's not a sad show but I am so thankful to have been put at the doorstep of Miss Anderson because from the moment we met I think the relationship began. So we're going to get ready to take a, a quick break. And I am just so eternally grateful that you have picked me up in that basket that I was in going, what, where is he? I don't know what's going on. So ladies and gentlemen, get your pens and paper out because we're going to have to talk about a few hard questions that I'm going to ask on your behalf. And if you want to know what those questions are, I say, come right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking that quick break with us. We are still here with Ms. Anderson, my professional insurance representative slash advocate, subject matter expert for those dollars. I would like for you, for no other reason, stop me right here while I put my kickstand down and tell us how to reach you because I'm sure somebody's going to feel the need for speed when we're done. Well, I can actually be reached. Um, I can be emailed. I can be, they can call me, they can text me, whichever one they feel comfortable with is fine with me. Um, I can be emailed at C Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N group, G-R-O-U-P dot N-A-A at gmail.com. And I can be uh, called at 
441-1089, or I can be reached at 912-785-2401. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, I'll ask her a couple more times. If you were just coming in with your iced tea and you're just sitting down, don't worry, we'll come back around to that. But what I think would be a wise objective right now, while we've got a, a uninterrupted audience, why don't we look at one of two options? You can give us some common terms that like whole life, uh, life insurance term, you can define those and then take us through maybe what it's like if I were looking for, if I needed to become a client and was giving you a lot of objection, where do you want to take your dismount? I'll let you take it from there. Okay. Well, you know, I do find that a lot of times there is a, a misperception of, of about life insurance. Um, everyone, you know, I find that sometimes there are clients who think that life insurance is life insurance is life insurance. And that is not true. Life insurance does a lot of different things. It depends on what you're looking for, for what type of insurance you need. Um, whether it's you're looking for something that's um, temporary, maybe you want something where life insurance is covering your home. It's covering the, the mortgage that you have in your home in the event of your, your death so that your loved ones won't lose their home. So you might be looking at something temporary. So you might be looking at a term, which, you know, that can be for five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 30, because it's temporary. It's, it's not permanent. Or you might be looking for coverage for your entire life to handle your funeral expenses. And that's final expense, you know. And so that's and that will last for your entire life, you know, to the day you take your last breath. Or you might be looking for insurance to pay for your children's education or to deal with your retirement. So life insurance takes on all different types of forms, depending on what it is that you want it to do. And I find that sometimes clients don't feel comfortable uh, asking questions. So when someone shows up and offer insurance or they see an infomercial or commercial on television and they're offering insurance and they just purchase it, you know, not knowing what 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 this insurance is doing and what it's for to whether or not it's the right one for them and the right one for their loved ones. And, and they're not feeling comfortable to ask questions. I would tell anyone, ask questions. You know, I know sometimes people say, oh, I can't because I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm uninformed or I don't know. The only way you can become informed and to know is to ask a question. Your representative is there to answer your questions. And if you are with a representative and you're asking questions and they're not answering it, maybe that's not the one for you. Ooh, and that's you okay. Now, wait a minute. You said something because I just have to put a pin down right here, ladies and gentlemen. I've had the type of agent that I don't think was for me. And I'm not going to bash anybody publicly. But when you get to that point, it's good to keep asking questions. But I'm curious if you're not sure, and say I was that person 
that wasn't sure what to ask, maybe share five or six basic questions that we should always ask as we're about to embark upon writing a policy or getting answers. Well, you know, when you're meeting your insurance agent, they should be asking you questions, you know, you know, what is the reason that you're getting this insurance now as opposed to before? Has there something new changed in your life that you you're you're looking to get coverage for now? What is it that you want this this policy to do for your loved ones when you're no longer here? There, you know, there are different questions. Does this fit in your budget? Does it make sense to you? Is it going to meet the need that's going to be created when you're no longer here? Gotcha. You know? What so it's and forgive me, you just you're making me think. Younger in my younger days, I could see I probably wouldn't have thought to ask, but when you get to the question about the budget how do you address that I mean I know do I have enough money because we tend to say or think that we don't have enough money to get insurance it's kind of like one of those necessary evils we try and skirt around it because we can't use it right away at least we think that knowing that I actually had to use mine right away sooner than I thought ladies and gentlemen we don't anticipate burying our children I'm gonna say it again that's the last thing on my agenda but when it happened to me I wished I could have asked a whole lot more questions, a whole lot more of the questions that you're mentioning. So as far as a budget, what should I be thinking about? How do I fashion that in my head? Well, when, you know, when you are meeting with your insurance representative and you're looking for coverage, you always want to have an idea of an amount in your mind that you can afford to spend, that if you had a financial hiccup, you would still be able to pay this amount. Because if you come up with some astronomical number and you have a financial hiccup, you're not going to be able to keep that policy. And and so you're going to, it's going to end up lapsing and it's going to cancel. And then you no longer have coverage. So that whole thing didn't make sense. You made, you wasted money. Now you're back to where you started. So you always want to look at your budget realistically. What can I realistically afford that if I had a financial hiccup, I could still pay that amount and be okay? And then be honest with your with, with the representative. This is what I can realistically afford. But thinking back in my younger days when mm-hmm. that question populated, I don't know if it was asked just like that, but what I think I can afford and what I need to afford needs to be the new explanation coming to someone that says very young. Seemingly, it would make more sense to try and get the most amount of coverage that's not going to be temporary by the time I get to be a seasoned woman or a male. Mm-hmm. So how do you help me get there if I'm telling you, oh, I got to get my nails done. So I don't know if I'm, I, got, I got to get my hair done. Our priorities are not where they need to be by the time we get to where we possibly would need it. And it's no guarantees. Right. Do I say that? But I think if someone had educated me like you're doing right now, I understand the word budget. I get the concept of budget. But what's more important might be the question, you know, more importantly, what can you 
not do so that you can, can increase in this area? Not just to you know close the policy, but so that I'm more prepared for the statements that you made, maybe retirement, maybe education. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Help me out here. Well, you know, with insurance, I actually find where some some clients feel like, well, I'm young, I don't need it now. And they are sometimes reluctant to um, commit. Uh, but the, the fact of it is, we're all leaving here. Right. That's the only thing you're guaranteed in this life. Just like you were born, you're going to leave here. And so... The, the sooner that you actually get coverage in a policy, the actually the least expensive it can be for you. So the younger you are, the least expensive that it will be. So it actually makes sense that if you're young to actually get a policy because you can get more for less when you're younger that'll last you for the rest of your life. And I have had clients who say, well, I can't afford it. I can't this, but yet they're telling me they can't afford while they're sitting there, they're smoking a cigarette. And they're telling me there's, they, they smoke, you know, maybe five cigarettes a day and they smoke, you know, two or three packs a week at, you know, 14, $15 a pack. Well, when you add that up, if it's $15 a pack and it's, it's three packs a week, you're already talking $45 and that's just a week. And so we're talking what, $180 a month. Ooh. And maybe that policy that you need for coverage is only maybe $45 or $50 a payment a month that can actually put your family in a better situation that if you were not to wake up you know, that morning that they would be able to bury your remains and be able to move forward as opposed to having to beg and borrow to try and bury your remains or cremate. Okay. Now that's a great place. We're going to take another quick break because you talked about burial, cremation, and I get this budget thing now. Like I said, I'm speaking to this younger crowd that thinks that tomorrow is going to be here automatically. Ladies and gentlemen, take that quick break and we will pick right up from this rich discussion that we're having here again with Ms. Cynthia Anderson, my insurance representative, subject matter expert. Come right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking that second break with us. We're still here with a rich conversation going with Ms. Cynthia Anderson. And I'm just going to drop back and say she's going to be the advocate from this point forward. As the insurance representative advocate, Ms. Anderson, the pandemic is real. We can agree with that. But my yes. question is, what, what trends have you seen taking place since the pandemic amongst the insurance industry? Can you share any of those? Well, you know, when the pandemic started, when when they first start shutting down things like last February, uh, March, the insurance companies were they were as concerned as we all were. Um, some insurance companies, they stopped taking on new clients. Some insurance companies, um, they shortened their age, their coverage um of age, like where some insurance companies go from like maybe 
zero to 85. They shorten it to maybe some of them 75, 70. They wouldn't take any clients beyond that age. Um, some clients, some of them, um, a lot of them, it, they were very concerned about clients. They were very concerned about people. And so they started restructuring their rates and some of them lowered their rates because they wanted to be able to cover any and everyone that needed coverage. Because I don't think people understand in this country how many people that don't have coverage in this country, that it really is a serious issue. You know, we're talking it easily over 70 million people that don't have coverage in this, com in this country. And with there being a pandemic and people dying like they're dying, you know, in the beginning and that are still, that are dying today, it is a real concern, you know, about whether or not people have coverage. So in and light of what you know, understanding those alarming increasing death totals I mean, it's crazy, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that says and sees it like that, but what keeps you up at night with all this knowledge as a broker? What, what holds your attention most? How, when, where? I mean, talk to us. You know, what concerns me is that I think some people are just, it concerns me when I see how some people are just so cavalier about the fact of, you know, I'm good. I don't need it. I'm fine. Um, you know, I don't, I don't need to worry or, you know, it, everything else seems to be more important than having coverage. And the thing is that you may be fine. You may be, and, and there's nothing wrong with it if you think that, but my thing is if you didn't wake up this morning, would your family be fine? Because if you have no coverage, you have left them in a very uncomfortable position because now they've got to figure out how to get rid of your remains. They've got to figure out how they're going to move forward. They've got to figure out whether they're going to be able to keep a roof over their head. They've got to figure so many things out because maybe that wasn't a priority on your list. Gosh. But it should have been. Keyword, priority. Because at this alarming rate that people are leaving, my question to you, and, and I know people are asking, if after I hear this conversation with you and Dr. A, can I just run out and get some insurance or is there a wait time? I mean- has COVID changed the way we can get a policy or not? Just to have something well, in place? You, could, you, can, you can definitely. I think that you definitely should be having a conversation with a insurance representative. I definitely think you should. And depending on whether or not you can get coverage, it depends on what's your, your, your health state. I mean, because we can all sit down. I mean, like myself, I am a broker. So I don't have any, you know, any loyalty to any one company. 
I actually represent well over 20 companies. My loyalty is to my clients and finding out what is the best fit for you and your family that meets your needs and fits in your budget. So if it's someone who was diagnosed with COVID, you know, there might be a wait. If you were diagnosed and now you, you, you've gone through it and the doctor says now you are negative, for those clients, there could be, for depending on most of the insurance company, it could be a 60 to 90 day wait before the coverage takes place, you know, before they can apply for coverage. So it actually kind of, and it depends on, you know, your health to whether or not it takes effect. But I definitely think that everyone should definitely be having a conversation. It is such a needed conversation. And I know that some people feel very uncomfortable with having that conversation. And because they feel like, you know, they're dealing with their mortality of one day, I'm not going to be here. But the truth of the matter is, we're all not going to be here one day. And so at some point, we all have to sit down and have that conversation. We have to have that, you know, I say to my clients that we have to have that big girl, big boy conversation and, and lay everything on the table and put everything in place that day. And once you have it all in place and you've had that conversation, if you don't want to talk about it anymore after then, that's fine. But at least you've put everything in place. You've taken care of everything. You've done everything. You've made your family aware of what you have, where it is, what to do in the event that, you know, one day you're just not there anymore so that they're not feel like they're bumping in the dark and they're lost. You know, the saddest part is to lose a loved one. And of course it'd be unexpected. You know, it's different to me when someone is ill and you sort of see it coming, but those unexpected deaths, parents, legal guardians, trust and believe when you lose a child, it changes how you look at insurance, in my opinion. And so for that reason, I want to know how often are, again, we're going to take another break in a few minutes, but tell us again how to reach you because I need someone listening, if not somebody's, to put your information where they can find it. Because I did hear you say you have no loyalty to one company, right? No, not to not. My loyalty is to my clients. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, she is telling you she's going to be loyal. And I've already had firsthand an opportunity to work with her. And we recently met, but has been so impressive. Why don't you share your information one more time? Do you happen to have a website or just have to reach you through the other means? Well, you know, I think it's easier if they reach me through my uh, email or uh, they can text me call me. Um, I can be emailed. They can reach me. My email is candersongroup.naa at gmail.com. Or they can reach me at 912-785-2401 or 973-441-1089. That's my direct cell. Cool beans. I ask these questions because I'm learning when we hear something that we need to take actions on, I'm seeing people become more responsible in their actions and stop turning into that reaction mode. Like, oh, I'm going to react and then tomorrow and then tomorrow it's a procrastination state. But I appreciate what you're sharing with us because 
I've got a number of students, for example, that have said, oh, Dr. A, I've got to take off because my granny or my so-and-so. And then more recently, my cousin who was only 15 or, you know, crime is on the rise. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because you and I can agree there's no set time that we're going to leave that we humans know about, correct? Correct. So we just might as well go ahead and get our affairs in order. And by doing that, start thinking about, is it is this a good idea if I were to just go out and look online and start looking up, you know, why is insurance important and those kinds of questions so that when I come to you, I don't feel like you've got to interrogate me to get all of what I need to for you to help me help myself. Is that be, would that be a good idea? No, to go. Well, the thing is to go online. I mean, you can go online if you want to. But the thing about it is that every individual is unique and different. And so my meeting with you is going to be different with my meeting with Joe, which is different with my meeting with, you know, Terry and Sally, because your needs are different. My conversation is different. The question I ask to find out how I can be of service to you and your family is going to be totally different. So, you know, it, it, it's not a thing of feeling like you're going to be integri- you're interrogated. It's a thing of I'm here to help. And I just I in order to help you, I need to ask you some questions. So but for me and my clients, I like to share my information because if I'm going to ask you some personal things, I'm going to share some personal things about me with you. You know, I'm cheering because that's what drew me to her and especially having recently lost my representative. So on that note, we are going to take this final break and we're going to try and come back and put a bow on it because a lot needs to happen, starting with you taking action. So if you will, we'll take this final break and we will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we only have a little bit of time to try and cover a whole lot of information. And the conversation with Ms. Anderson, as far as I'm concerned, is essential. Not only is it essential, but somehow, some way, Ms. Anderson, we have got to try and help people to understand the importance of insurance. And so if you can just let us into what's on your mind, what do you have strong views or opinions about that you want us to know about before we try and take this rich conversation home tonight? You know, I think that it is essential that people understand that life insurance shouldn't be thought of as it's optional, you know, um, you know, whether I, they get, whether you get it or not, it's not important. It is extremely important because I think that sometimes what we fail to understand is that, you know, it's something that benefits you now, but it's, it's something that definitely benefits your loved ones when you're not here. It really, really benefits benefits them. And I, you know, I've had uh, some, some clients who feel like I don't need it. It's not important. You know, when I'm gone, they do whatever. And I've met some of your family members and your loved ones when you've gone on and, you know, all that, those memories that you all created in your lifetime, when your name is mentioned, those memories are not what they think of. What they think of is how you left them. 
how they had to, all the things they had to do to bury your remains. You know, that is what they think of. So my thing is, do you want them to remember you and all the memories that you had and created together? Or you want them to remember the struggle that they had to bury your remains? Is that the final memory that you want them to have for you? You know, I can't speak for other people. For myself, it was important to me that my loved ones remember all the memories we created. So it was important to me to make sure that I put everything in place that I think they're going to need and more. And on behalf of those, thank you. Been there. It's not pretty if someone leaves and does not have a policy in place. Before you finish talking in this vein, I want to know what I'm hearing a lot of times is, oh, I'm good. Do you ever get that? You know, I'm good. I don't need it. How do you address that? I'm good, even if they have or don't have. Well, you know, I get that a lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I get that a lot. I, I, you know, more often than you think people go, I'm good. I'm good. I I, I got it. I, I, you know, I I don't need anything. And and that's fine. And so when I, I meet, I meet clients and they say, you know, people and they say, oh, I'm good. I, I got it. I, I, my only thing that I ask is like, that's awesome that you're good and you have it. Do you mind if I do a complimentary policy review just to make sure that everything that you believe that you have, you have, you know, that it's it, that everything you ask for, everything that you're paying for, that it is what you, you requested because you know, more often than not, I don't think people understand when you do a policy, I don't care if you do it off the television, off the internet, or I come to your home and we sit down and do it and it shows up in the mail. When that policy arrives, I need you to open it up and review it. I don't want you to do what most people do, which is take it, throw it in a closet, throw it in your drawer and just leave it. You need to review it because you have 30 days to review it. And if it is not what you requested, you return it and get your money back or get all the adjustments you want. Once those 30 days are passed, it's locked and sealed. Not to say that you can't get out of it, but they won't make the adjustments are not easily and readily to be, you know, easily made once those 30 days. It is so important. It is it's imperative. Please, please, please open it up, review it, make sure that it is what it is. Read the lines. If you're not sure if you did it on a company on the phone, uh, over the phone, get them on the phone, have them walk through it with you. If you did it with your representative, have them come by and go over it with you so that you fully understand what you have, that what you requested is what showed up to your door. And that's what you're paying for, because there is nothing like having families that think they have one thing. And when their loved one passed on, find out that what they have is not what they requested and that what they have, they can't use it. They can't use it thinking they have a whole life and they actually have a accidental death thinking they had a whole life and they had a term and it expired. I'm seeing the latter so much now. And I think it's because I know in my generation, I got my policy at like early twenties. 
And I thought, 20 years, I'm good. I looked down the road, but I didn't look far enough because people are living longer before yes. pandemic. I could say that. But mm-hmm. even, you know, five years, whatever, ladies and gentlemen, if nothing else, when we're done here today, I want to challenge you. Hopefully you'll consider the works of Miss Cynthia Anderson. If you've got insurance, hallelujah. If you don't have insurance, still a blessing. You still have the ability. I didn't say time. You have the ability. I'm learning to be intentional with my words. You have the ability to reach out to Miss Anderson for a policy review, if nothing else, to determine if what you put in place maybe a while back is still going to be conducive for you in the latter stretch of north of 50, as they say. So Mm -hmm. I challenge you. You've been giving us strategies, Miss Cynthia, and I can't say enough. I, I'm trying to be quiet because anybody underneath the sound of my voice can probably say you've lost someone within the last, I know, three to six months. If you haven't, I'm not wishing any bad on you, but don't get to the point of need and then go, you know what? I did hear Miss Cynthia Anderson talking about what I should have, could have, would have. I'm going to ask you again, what is the way to reach you? Because I, is there a time we shouldn't call you? Let me just go ahead and throw that out there. Let's just deal with the facts here. Is there a day that you don't work? Otherwise, let her rip. I agree. is the only day I normally don't consider a work day is Sunday. That is the day that I spend with my family. However, if I have a family that is in need, I will make an exception. And sneak away from my family to help cover your family to make sure that you're fine. And thank you on behalf of all of those that may not see the urgent need. I think you said it best a little while ago. It's not optional anymore. You either have it or you don't. But it's better to have it than not need it than to need it and not have it. Oh, so true. So true. (laughs) So are there any last minute thoughts that you want us, if somebody just chimed in and they said, you know, this sounded like it might've been a really good conversation. What are two or three points that you want us to take before you share your information one last time, and we're going to turn the lights out. So how about you take us there? Well, one point is, I think that we all need to understand the importance of insurance. It's not optional. We're all going to leave here. The only thing we get to decide is how we leave our loved ones. We can either leave them with no coverage, struggling to figure out how they're going to bury our remains, how they're going to keep a roof over their head, how they're going to eat, or we can put coverage in place and leave them with fun memories of us, knowing that we thought of them when we were here and we prepared for them when we're not here. And so we all need it. And, you know, and so I think it's so important that you have that conversation with someone and put something in place. It doesn't have to be a lot all at one time. The beauty about insurance is you can buy more and more. So it's better to have some than to have none. So put in place what you can put in place and then you can always add on later. 
But you definitely need to have the conversation with someone to put something in place to protect your family. And those of you who have something in place, it is important that you take and let your loved ones know that you have these policies. Because there's nothing like having a policy and no one know you having it except the insurance company and yourself. And when you're not here, the insurance company isn't going to tell your loved ones that you have something. You need to let them know that you have something and where it is so when the time comes, they know how to put their hands on it to take care of everything the way you want it taken care of. Absolutely. If I were in church, I'd pull out my fan and say, amen, sister. So (laughs) on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you know the drill. I want to thank you for hanging out with us today. I personally hope you will continue to join me and bring others every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a more informative episode of All That Matters talk shows. Please remember, you can also visit our website for IGMA Inc. at IGMAINC.org. And there you will find many of our offerings and what's coming up and how we might be able to help you just as we're speaking now. Please remember, you can also email me your topics at admin at igmainc.org, or you can simply pick up the phone and call me, 770-422-4048. i go so far as to say I'll even accept a text. If there's a topic that really matters to you, we'll do what we can to see what we can do to make it come to fruition. Finally, be sure to check out all of the other exciting radio personalities, especially our DJ Jazzy for an eclectic listening experience every weekend here on Artistic Throttle. So until next Saturday at 5 p.m., stay healthy and safe. And remember, what we value at IGMA Inc. is all that matters to you. Again, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Anderson. And have a good evening. <laughs>